Welcome back to another episode of Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Ross. Hi, Joey. And Mike. Hey. And Hi, Tom. Joey. <laughs> you, Tom, <laughs> you did it wrong. Well, freedom. We're talking about freedom. <laughs> That's right. Ross knows. So I've been, um, somebody made a comment to me the other day uh, that, that got me thinking uh, about the, the possible, seems plausible, possible connection between um, freedom of mind or freedom of thinking, I guess, and freedom of using your body and, and how those two um, mm-hmm. likely likely connect. Um, and I thought, I actually thought somebody was talking about a, a space for children that allows for both. And I thought, well, wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be the goal for all of us to have a place where children feel freedom of mind and freedom of, of body? Um, but then I thought, well, gosh, I, I bet they, in my head, I thought, oh, well, but I bet it's because they connect. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and Wait, it the would, body and mind connect? Hold oh my on. gosh, I know, I know. Episode over. If only we had um, a name to this. But I was... And, and I, so I, but what I really think it's then what I really, I think I'm thinking about is the disposition, the attitude of a, of a, of a school culture and of, and of teachers, right. To, to allow for freedom of, of thinking mm. and freedom of, of movement. Right. So if you've yeah. got, I mean, I think the classic example would be walking in a line, mm-hmm. you know, we, we yeah. must, we must walk down the hall in a line and, oh, when we walk in our line, what are, what do people, what they have to do? certain things with their hands. They have to pretend to be things and do things with their hands. Oh, we were talking about that. I, well, I go, didn't you have like, they'd be, like you dry put, spaghetti? Oh, they're you put, yeah, you yeah. put a bubble in your mouth. Bubble in your bubble mouth. In your mouth. Yeah. Anyway, so there's, you know, but there's just one way to walk down a hall. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then when you're walking down the hall and you're so busy thinking about if you're walking down the hall, if you got the bubble in your, pretend bubble in your mouth the right way. And I mean, it's not a lot of free thinking probably happening. Right. Right. Uh, Obviously, in that moment, but also just in general, right? You don't want to you don't want to rock right. a boat. If there's one way to walk down a hall, there's probably just one or two ways to think. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, so I was thinking about this connection, which I think is there, and I just wondered if um, if you guys had any any thoughts related to the idea of the connection of, mm-hmm. of freedom of thinking and freedom of movement. So freedom of mind. My my, my very first my very first thought is this: um, if you were to ask adults to stop thinking, could they, they stop thinking? Could you stop thinking? Stop thinking right now. Could you stop? No. You, you can't. But with children, <laughs> Ross, the mind right. and body are connected. Right. So if you're trying to tell them to stop thinking, you're actually telling them to stop moving. Well, but I'm because that's how they think. But I wonder about the, like the sedentary kind of the mind, the brain scans that they do with screen time and things like that. When you're watching television, adult and children, mm-hmm. um, that how your your passive processing is going on. So would that be considered that stopping of thinking in how you're asking? I'm wondering. Um, Which, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, it be, I think it just kind of gets like kinetic energy inside right. by watching the screen and nothing. You're being right. kind of hypnotized or whatever. Right. And then you're building up all this kinetic energy mm. that at some point in time has to come out. Mm. I don't, I don't okay. know. Does that make any sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, well, because my my thought is on that flip side. Like, I stop thinking, but uh, as soon as you say freedom of thinking and freedom of movement is dance. I mean, mm-hmm. that I'm going to imagine that all of us in one of our viad uh, classes learned square dancing or waltzes or something. We had yeah. to do some formal yes. dance training. Yes, yes. And very that, very freeing, free thinking square dance. Oh uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Where the only thing we're <laughs> thinking about is, am I going to have to hold that person's hand? Am I? Why am I so sweaty? Uh, but there's those parts. But I think that's the you know if you go to a concert or a music festival yep. where people are just moving. I mean, to me, that's you're letting it come through you, and right. there's those who are. F- 
fully feeling and you know there there's a big connection of the feeling the music moving with that and just letting mm-hmm. it kind of freely associate and there's others who are a lot more prescriptive who are maybe just like you know myself now who are just kind of nodding yep. along and to right. the beat and you know well and the I, self-consciousness is 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 about well what are other people you right. know right you know i'm being judged which does inhibit your feeling of freedom right i, well, I think and maybe yeah. and that's another maybe subtopic of this that there's this the self-consciousness or the awareness of others observing you right which that, is an adult that, saying there's one right way to walk down this hall Right and oh, I better do it right. Is it you know, there's right, one white, right. one right way to to dance to this song. Everybody else is doing it this way. You know, I better right. I better look like the crowd. Right. But, you know, you, it takes courage mm-hmm. to 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 do something different, whether yeah. it's in thinking, right, right, or in in how you in how you move. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things that happens with teachers, with uh, and I'm going to talk about young kids. Yeah. In pre- is I think we spend or adults in general spend a lot of time trying to get children to stop playing. And when I was in the classroom, I was I always appreciated their play because that was the window in. It. And so if I'm trying to stop it then they're going to they're going to be thinking anyway. They can't stop. They can't stop right. moving. Well, I so think about want... when you see kids, you know, you're out walking on the sidewalk and and, and you see kids moving in so many unique ways right whether mm-hmm. they're they're hopping or they're jumping on on and off a curb or they're half dancing while they right. walk and you they think, walk by a fence and they're, oh yeah and they're yep. and it's healing the fence and to your point you kind of know what they're thinking just by watching how how they've chosen to move in that moment you know and you kind of know how they're feeling too and i just also think well how how delightful it would be if i could do that as an adult mm-hmm. and how horrifying it would be if i did that as an adult right, right? that you have to, as I say, I make, I make this kind of comparison in the lecture class that I teach as well, and I think maybe even have used this in, in one of our previous episodes, but the, the walking to gym yeah. from our, for our preschoolers and the variety of styles that we go down, whether we, all right, everybody sneak is quiet. We're pick an animal and we're going to go back. We may do, we may lead it, or they often just become something themselves. And then contrasting that with the, the Skyway's, down in downtown <laughs> and no one's being a frog going to get their lunch or their right. coffee on break. No one's going to play tag. No one's going to But be... think about think about their thinking as they're going to lunch. It's like they're they might be doing gymnastics in their head. Well, and I wonder if they if it's if if it holds if it's still there or if it's been kind of pushed down and repressed or just kind of like synaptogenesis where it's just I'm not using that anymore. But I'm wondering like in the in the freedom of movement like connecting that right like you're not thinking like man i really wish i sure could be pretending to ride a horse right yeah, now. yeah no i definitely you know like and we, i think it's because as adults we have so much other worldly right. things guess, going on but i think the well, adult ones... i can put it off because sometimes i am thinking about things i want to do sure but i'm not thinking i have to do it right now whereas i think a four-year-old is going to like i want to be a frog right now right you know right. And, and i can and i can Right. Whereas, Whereas you might I'm, be like, oh, I'm going to join that dance class so I can be a frog. Yes. Right, as the adult. Now you know what I think of. <laughs> but, I mean, and I guess as an adult, I think when we say, when, or when I'm talking about freedom of mind, it's kind of a poetic thing to say, but I mean, I, I guess it does equate to creativity, right? right? Mm-hmm. And and being outside yeah. the... The norm. The norm, yeah, yeah. So I guess that... Whereas well, if maybe, you're walking through the Skyway to lunch, you're probably trying often... You're wrapped up in your own thoughts about what are you, whatever you have to do, and that's just perfectly normal. But you're also probably not trying to appear to be outside the norm. But I was just thinking about, again, thinking about when they're walking down the hallway and they're doing the different things. 
that should be the window, I guess it was what Tom was saying, that window to creativity of the mm-hmm. teacher could take it as, oh, come on, we have to all mm-hmm. come down the hallway. Or it could be like, oh, look at that. Isn't that cool? They're hopping like a frog and they're doing that, you know, and appreciating the creativity being shown. Right. And in some ways, I feel like that's that's the choice the teacher has to make. Are they going to like clamp down on it so that everyone's doing the same thing? Or are they going to appreciate what everyone's doing because mm-hmm. right. really all they have to do is get from point a to point b and make sure all the kids are there right. <laughs> that who left at point a arrive at point right. b well and to, and to have space for the different ideas yeah uh, sometimes when you see a kid moving in a way that you might not have expected them to move when you wait a beat you figure oh that's because their plan was uh Mm-hmm. They were going to roll over before they got up because they're remembering something. That, I mean, whatever it might be. Again, to your point, Tom, that, mm-hmm. oh, well, they I can learn about their thinking if I let this continue. And, and sometimes whatever they're thinking is mm-hmm. is is delightful and often brilliant. Mm-hmm. And if you had just said, don't roll when you get up off the floor or whatever, you know, right. um, you would have shut down that thinking because the thinking is so tied mm-hmm. to the movement for, for children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I, I and that think, when you shut down movement, you do shut down children's thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. I, I, I think uh, when we think about freedom, we think anything goes. Uh-huh. And that's not and that's not even what I'm saying either. Yeah. Right. Because there are lots of factors that determine really how much choice you have mm-hmm. and how much choice children have in their thinking and in their part of its culture, part of its, uh, you know, I can't run down the hall and then run into the wall. And, right. and the reason something. kids are walking with the fake bubble in their mouth is because you can't be super loud and disrupt other right. classes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I right. cut you off. Well, that was my point. It's okay. a, right. I mean, put a bubble in get, your mouth, Joey. <laughs> sometimes we get mixed up about what freedom really is. You have to right. understand what all the factors are. And in, as a teacher, how do you expand that so there's more potentials to think? When I'm thinking about the word openness, mm-hmm. you know, so are you, are you open to, right. to, to finding out? How yeah. they want to move and, and what they're what they're mm-hmm. thinking about, yeah. and it may not all be something that can happen. But how open can you be? To and going it? to what you said before we started recording, that individual versus collective, because mm-hmm. some things could be disruptive. Like if one kid is swinging their arms around and they're close by everyone else, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Though an adept teacher might say, maybe you should move a little bit farther away and right. still allow for that. Mm-hmm. Right, because that's I think my the word that comes to mind for me is uh, relationships that that teacher has a relationship with each of those children that they're working with to recognize, yep, you need to be a windmill right now so you can either be in the front or the back. Mm-hmm. Where do you think? Where's What's going to be the safe place for you to have the space? Right. And that, you know, the, the counter of that is if I let one person be a windmill, well, then they're all going to be windmills, and then it's going to be pandemonium as right. we're going But in reality, it. they don't all want to do what everybody else is doing, right? right? right. They, so like, just because you have one windmill... And a group of preschoolers, they'd be like, oh, that guy's a windmill today. I'm still a dinosaur. Right. You know? Right. And I think it's that <laughs> sense of, like, and if you if you have that openness as well as the re- the understanding of relationships, you can say, all right, we're going. We're leaving our class. we got to remember, we got to go all the way across the other side of the school to go to art class. we got to pass. Does anybody remember? Yeah, 20 different classrooms. So how are we going to go through? Think about how you're going to travel while still being respectful of the other people's space. Like, we can we can set them up to be Right, it goes to, to, to Tom's successful. idea that freedom doesn't mean anything goes, exactly. but it doesn't mean I know exactly how right? and you should like, do this. Mm-hmm. But, I, but yeah, as I know I know some of you are a little more kinesthetic, so here's tell me what you can do. Yep, you can do this. But, yeah, you can't drag your hands across the locker 
locks and make all that banging noises you're going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's too loud for us. But I'm just thinking too, as soon as you tell a kid you're moving the wrong way, I also think, or a person, I, I think that it's also, oh gosh, maybe I was thinking the wrong thing too. Exactly. Right. That's uh, true. Yeah, right. that's a good point. You, my idea was bad. I, I made a mistake. I mean, I think you do just, I, you just shut down a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you get those kids who start labeling themselves the bad kid because they keep getting told to stop doing something and it's homo. Right. It's usually rarely like, oh, you know, stop playing with the Legos that way. Right. Stop, stop reading all those books. Yes. Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so I think you also have to be thinking about when you are right. closing off to, to different kinds of, of movement, you're probably closing off to different kinds of thinking as right. well. Because mm-hmm. so. I, th- I think that children will build that regulation as they get older, yeah. recognizing there's the times and places. So, yes. so yeah. well... Hopefully everybody will try to find some ways of a little more openness in their in their practice and in their life. And thanks for kicking that idea around with me. Thanks, Joey. Thanks, yeah. Joey. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn. <laughs>